Okay, Dean Leggy, Matt DeBerry, another edition of Riding Home. Let's get straight into it. Uh, DeAndre Swift was not at practice today, but we just saw him walking, so yeah. he's not hurt. Not on or crutches. Or yeah. it, it didn't look like he was hurt. We just saw him walking outside of Butts Mirror, the facility, uh, here after practice. Um, so don't think it was a serious uh, Well, injury. you know, here's the thing. He's not there. That's news. You know, I don't, I don't know that anyone acted like it was a big deal. I'm not sure. I didn't read anybody that sort of had some sort of, you know, aggressive article about it. But when you're one of your better players isn't at practice, it's not that hard to – I mean, you report it. What, I mean, what, I'm not going to defend reporting the news. That's the whole point of the news. He's one of the best players in the country too. So yeah, if that, he's not at practice, that is news, whether now, it's small or not. What we said was, hey, this might be something. It might be nothing. It looks like it's nothing. So there you go. But that was the news today. Uh, we did get, I thought it was a solid 10 minutes watching practice. Yeah, you're right. I watched the defense. I know you watched the defensive line group yeah. a little bit. Isaiah Wilson said after practice today that Trevon Walker was a guy who was really standing out to him. And we okay. didn't even ask him about freshmen. We said, which defensive linemen are, have impressed you? And immediately it was Trayvon Walker. Let's talk about the front seven. Yeah. I really want, I really, I've spent a lot of time watching Georgia's defensive front this fall. And I'm not going to sit here and act like there's a bunch of killers on that. I don't know. Maybe there are. It's tough to tell that from a practice, uh, the limited time that we have. But what I will say is, you know, I like my little bitty, my, 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 everyone has critiques and criticisms. We all have them in life. And when you look at the players, there's no different. But Nolan Smith isn't maybe as small as I thought he was. He's 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 not as tall as everyone else at outside linebacker. I think he's as physically uh, felt as anyone else out there. He uh, runs to the front of the line, not necessarily the front of the line. That's the wrong way to put it. He runs to the next drill, and then you look at all of the defensive linemen, of which Trayvon Walker is one of them. Um. They're just a bunch of them, and like there's a bunch of big, big bodies, and I don't think that there's necessarily an all-American in that group right now, but like David Marshall, Tyler Clark, Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, the freshmen don't look like freshmen. I was just gonna say. I mean, I'm talking a lot right now, but the front seven, you know, they're gonna have fights. It's going to have, you know, if they play LSU in the championship game, that's going to be a fight. Alabama in the championship game, fight. Florida, Auburn, Notre Dame, to some degree maybe Georgia Tech and Tennessee, fight, fight, fight. These are all fights. They just got a lot of guys that they can throw into the fight. That That's the thing that, to me, over time, this team, if it has the lead in the third or fourth quarter, particularly against anyone not named Alabama specifically and maybe Clemson or Oklahoma, it's going to be hard for them to lose games because they're just no, they're just, it's just waves and waves and waves of people. Yeah. The defensive line is probably the deepest it's been on this team for a while. And you look at that group and you're saying, I forgot about Wathau, who who I think played okay. And then definitely Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. And you're looking at the group and you're saying, what, wait, I got to look up this number. I got to look up this number. Oh, that's Zion Logue. He doesn't look like a freshman. No, he doesn't. I'm Uh, telling you, he's probably the least, he's the most underrated guy, I think in the 2019 class. Yeah, he's he, not going to be a guy right now, I don't think. He's got some height to him. He looks legit. Yeah. Tremel Walthour uh, was another guy. Yeah. Man, who's 90? Looked up and made sure it was Tremel Walthour. Yeah. These guys don't look like freshmen, but no. it was clear. Tyler Clark, 
David Marshall were the guys leading the group. Mikhail yeah. Carter hasn't played a ton. Yeah. He was second there. Julian Rochester was there yeah, uh, about him. towards the, the front as well as Jordan Davis. I don't know. I mean, Michael Barnett was your two or three nose last year. He's probably going to be your two or three nose again, I guess. But now all of a sudden in the third quarter against Tennessee, you're up. 14 or 10 or 13, and you're asking Tennessee to go. You know, Tennessee's got to score two times to get back into the game, and they got to get one of those in the third quarter. Well, okay, your first team defense can get out there on the line. Then let's say they get a first down or two first downs. Then here comes the second team. Then you can mix in the first team again. Now the third team's out there, and Tennessee's got to score twice to get back into the game or to, to tie the game. They've got a lot of guys. I know, I know it sounds so so basic, but sometimes sports is that basic. When you can just roll these guys in there constantly, man. And they can do that inside linebacker as well. A yeah. guy who I yeah. continue to, you know, a guy that impresses me each time I see him is Channing Tindall. He's yeah. not Tay Crowder or Monty Rice, the guys you think are starting, uh, or who look like the starters right now. Yeah. Nicobe Dean's getting a lot of uh, uh, hype around, but Channing Tindall is a guy who looks the part. He moves really well. He's athletic. Uh, then you have Ryan Davis, Quay Walker. Those are big inside linebackers. Yeah. Uh, they look the part physically, and they stand out from a physical standpoint more than everyone else in that group. Think about it. Think about – I mean, Nicobe Dean, I think we know, can really run. Yeah. But what if you're getting Devontae Wyatt, Trayvon Walker, and Nicobe Dean on the field at the same time, generally speaking, you know, generally speaking, yeah. your side-to-side is going to be tough to deal with for, yeah. for other people. Yeah. Certainly your pursuit, but your side-to-side – is going to be impressive. And the thing that I was told about the practice the other day besides, hey, the number two's had a good day, Stetson Bennett had a good day, George Pickens had, you know, an amazing catch, was this defense really looks fast. Maybe maybe they are, man. I, I don't know. I Maybe there's a reason why the number one offense got their ass kind of whipped on Saturday. Yeah, there's a lot of speed on the defense, which is exactly what Kirby's won to have happened the past few years. He's out recruiting these guys who can run. But, boy, again, Ryan Davis was the first guy that I saw, and he went the wrong way during one of the drills. He's still getting that together. I left Um, out Adam Anderson. I mean, we're not really talking about outside linebackers, but, you know. Long and athletic. Another guy who looks That's why Nolan looks small, quote-unquote. He's not small. Jermaine Johnson is big, bigger than this. Yeah. In that group, he does look small. He, He looks short. Short, yeah. He looks like my grand. My grandfather had a huge chest. He like one of these barrel chested guys. That's what Nolan Smith looks like. Some guy that like has a trash can for his you know chest. It's just a giant barrel. When he signed in December, I think he was around 6'3", 235, 240. That's what they say is. Now. But he he's, he ran a four five. Five something at the opening, uh, you know, over twelve months ago. But the kid can play; he can run. He's going to play a good bit. But and, you know, we're hype. I mean, I don't yeah. know that we're hyping these guys up, but like they look good in practice. They look good though. in practice. And here's the thing: practice is practice. But at some stage, if you're in the defense and you're say you're down three in the third and you got to make a stop, are these guys mentally yeah. tough enough to not worry if they just went for seven yards on first down? You got to get off the field. We're gonna see. Nolan hasn't been tested. Trayvon has not been tested. Nicobe Dean has not been tested. Those guys haven't been tested. Jermaine Johnson hasn't had pressure like this before. And that's going to be the thing. What happens when things 
don't go the way you're supposed to, you think they're supposed to go. What happens if Notre Dame has the lead in the second half or if Vanderbilt's within 10? I know everyone hates these games and for good reason, but the, the Murray State and, you know, I don't know if it's Arkansas State or whoever, those two kind of cupcakes in the beginning of the season right before Notre Dame, you're going to see a lot of these freshmen play a lot of minutes in those, you know, kind of well, crap they need, games. They need to. And they will. Uh, but – Especially the younger guys on defense, too. Uh, they're going to re- rotate a lot, make sure these young guys get a lot of experience minutes. So uh, they might not be entertaining games, but if you're a Georgia fan, you're going to see a lot of really, really young players play against Vanderbilt and the next few weeks after, at least the next couple. You would rather win than lose whenever you play, but the difference in that Sugar Bowl and taking the beating that they did, the, 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 the touchdown loss, was that Aziz Ojolari played a lot. David David Wilson played a bunch. So guys that, uh, you know, you didn't have Jordan Davis in there. You didn't have Monty Rice in there. You didn't have DeAndre Baker. You didn't have DeAndre Walker. You didn't have, you know, important parts of your defense. And that meant that other younger guys played. We never saw Aziz play. All of a sudden, he's making plays. I mean, it does look like Aziz... To me, it looks like Aziz is either going to start or play a lot. I'm not sure. I'm certain Nolan is going to play a lot. I'm not sure he's going to start. I mean, you still have to deal with Walter Grant, Jermaine Johnson, who am I leaving out? Adam Anderson, you know, Robert Beal. Robert Beal, who 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 actually a veteran now. Yeah, I and mean, who played okay at times. He flashed a little bit today at practice. I I mean, wrote so, down 33. Okay, so you. If you're just it, – well, this sounds wrong, but if what you quote-unquote are just missing is that one killer defensive lineman, maybe you got it in Jordan Davis. Or maybe Jordan now with Quay Walker or a healthy McCall, or a, a healthy Tyler Clark, Mikel Carter, those when everyone's not sort of banged up or whatever, maybe this is going to be, hey, look, none of these guys individually are necessarily better – than the best person on the offensive line at Alabama, or Clemson probably are better than the ones that Clemson. Clemson got some change on the offensive line, but it's a constant repetition. It's, it's over and over again. They probably can rotate nine guys on the defensive line this year. Well, I think I could. They, could they do? I 10? wrote down I thirteen. There were thirteen guys out there. I think I got to check. Where my is the again. roster? Is I mean, is. Is Zion Logue going to really play this year? I think he might. I don't know that he'll rotate in. Right. He could play in a little Murray State probably. Or, you well, know, he, one of those and well, now, first of all, yeah. we know everyone's going to play against Murray and Arkansas State. Yeah. But everyone can't go to Notre Dame or can't go to Vanderbilt. So right. if they're going to Vanderbilt, that means they're playing. Yeah. And they are in the rotation. That's what it is. Uh, other thing, too, circling back to this, we're talking about Quay Walker. We're talking about... Uh, Channing Tindall. We're talking about Nicobe Dean. We're talking about guys who are not starting players, which means they're starting on special teams, or at least yeah. they probably should. So not a whole lot of walk-ons on this special uh, teams know. unit There's this year. Very, no Red McGowan's no, out there. No, and so unless you are the snapper. You probably are not going to be on special teams as a walk-on because there's just not like. There's a lot of four-star guys out there who haven't yeah. broken the starting rotation and, they're, and they're, deserve to play. They want to make their name this year, and the way they can do that is on special teams. So, probably Alabama, Georgia, maybe Clemson, although you know Clemson, as well as they recruited this year, have not recruited the way that Alabama and Georgia have. People say that, 
That's not quite right. They have a low bust factor. They get their they kids sure and they develop right. them. There ain't no uh, doubt about that now. <laughs> this class they're bringing in is pretty crazy. but yeah. And we'll have more behind-the-scenes recruiting stuff over on Dog Post. Georgia's going to end up with a top three class. Again, that's a whole other story, a whole other uh, riding home episode. Right. But today, very defensive-heavy. We're talking about that. We did not see the offense today. Dylan did. My, my, my point but, is, yes. my only point with saying that is, there's not a lot of teams that can sort of, in a heavyweight fight, throw punches for 12 rounds with Georgia. There's not a lot. I mean, Tennessee, we talked with Eli Wolf today. He was polished, by the way. Um, but they, they're not going to be able to throw punches with Georgia forever. Uh, maybe into the third quarter up at Neyland. You know, Vanderbilt, they're, they're going to try. But this, this, this team is stacked up, ready to roll. And they they on defense and they it, it it maybe it's not so surprising that the Georgia offense is a little bit sluggish right now. We don't we don't think DeAndre on we don't think DeAndre Swift is hurt. We just saw him, but maybe they're taking it easy with DeAndre and he's not out there all the time. You take away your number one running back. Why why does he need to? get tackled in August. He's proven. A lot. He's proven. Uh, the last thing the team wants right did, now is an injury in the middle of August. What, so. did, uh, what did Isaiah say? Who was he talking about when he talked about the running back? Was he talking about DeAndre Swift or was he talking about Zamir or was he talking about here? I asked him about Zamir. I think someone later asked him about Swift. So he talked about both Zamir White and DeAndre Swift and that'll be up uh, on our YouTube but page what and did, on Dog Post. But, but what was he, just for this audience, what was he saying about someone being 20 yards down the field all of a sudden? That was Zamir. He said he yeah. burst through the line. I want to see Zamir play football. He, I'm tired of talking about him. I know what I saw and I'm not crazy. It'll be on YouTube, but Isaiah Wilson lights up. When I asked him about Zamir first, there were a couple follow-up questions, but But he was very happy to talk about Zamir. I wonder how much of this is, hey, I really love Zamir and I want him to do well, or how much of it is completely true. It's got to be both. Because he he wasn't talking about the work ethic and this, and I think he might have mentioned it, but he said, dude, that that guy can hit the hole, and then before you know it, he's 20 yards downfield, and... And he gave a solid quote. He said, I always feel bad for the safety that has to try to tackle number oh, no, three. You're going to have a hard time tackling yeah. him. Not, not as hard time as tackling Todd, but Swift, Swift's not a lot of fun to tackle either. He's just tough to get your hands on. But it is going to be tough to bring down a guy like Samir White because he has so much lower body strength yeah, and no upper question. body. And he, he can shake him in, I'm yeah. telling you. His his waist to ankles can, can shake in a way. He's very sudden. If you watch him play live, he's very sudden. I just love how people just like, this is a course called Riding Home. Like, just come on in. Like, why couldn't you come on in back there, bro? That's my question. Here's this guy. He wants to do the same thing. He's going to do the same thing. No? No, yep. uh, no, no. turning signal. No, he's no, no, he's good. Go- no, he's good. Okay. Okay. No, I, I you know, I, I was overhearing, because uh, we talked to Fitzpatrick, who is about 6'9". No, he's a tall dude. He's huge yeah. in, in terms of height. Yeah. Uh, the tight ends seem to like each other. They seem to they they love they apparently love Todd Hartley, and they they look forward as well. Well, they like look forward. Yeah. Have, nobody had really sort of issues. Charlie no. Charlie being the the quietest person, or one of the quieter people, being the leader of that group is interesting too. Um, the tight ends, you know, Isaac Nata was a physical beast. Charlie is not a 
physical beast like that, but he might be more gifted at certain things. He's you know more I mean? athletic. Oh, he's sure. more athletic. He's not as, yeah. well, this is the wrong way to put it, but as stiff as Isaac was. I mean, I would take Isaac Nata every day of the week. I loved him. I thought he was great. Isaac Nata was a solid you know, four-star guy and played like it. He made a lot of plays he for did Georgia. did make a lot of plays. Uh, I thought he'd be drafted a little higher, but either way, the, the tight end group is, I think, going to get a lot more work this year. But they're not the most gifted, so they're, right. they better be, they're the ones that are going to get sawed off if you don't watch it. And last year, the one other thing to watch when they play Vanderbilt is how many two tight end sets are these guys going to run? Are they going to be married to the, t- the two tight end set the way that they were under Cheney? They had the tight ends out there, but they didn't throw to them a lot. Uh, you know... There's a reason they're recruiting two five-star tight ends heavily at, at the moment. They have made a big difference for Alabama. Absolutely. I mean, that 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 one kid in the 2015 game, Clemson could not stop. Of course, no, no one was stopping anybody OJ in that Howard. game. O.J. Howard yeah. could not be stopped in that game. And, you know, Alabama's had some pretty good tight ends. I don't know if they've had better tight ends than Georgia's had over, over the history of the world, but – they produce. They, they have done pretty well lately, and that is seemingly a, a very good compliment. You know, this time next year, probably we're going to be talking about who is the starting quarterback. Well, whoever that starting quarterback is going to be, for sure, is going to is going to want a tight end. We just listen. It's riding home. I don't know. Uh, what people you want. Just, people, people just, just walking in the middle of the road here. We're trying hey, to. It's Athens. Compete. This is good. This is good. Have to compete in the streets, baby. That's how this goes. No, I I thought it was a. I thought it was – I was glad to sit there and just watch the D-line. I, I'd like to watch the offensive line more. They're always, always completely secluded, and there's so many things literally in your vision uh, to see the offensive line. But I, I don't think – I guess what I'm trying to say about the defensive line, and the, I've watched the front seven probably more than anybody this year in this in these practices. And it's not been a ton of practices, but, but it's hard – not to notice how many guys are out there. It's yeah. a bunch of guys, man. The same with the secondary. It didn't feel like it's there's a lot of guys there, but I mean, there's a lot of them at, at the the cornerback spot for sure. Then you see on the other side of the field, there's a whole bunch of safeties. It's really uh, tough to see Mark everyone Webb, get a rep there. Mark Webb is put together. I don't I don't yeah. I mean I don't know if he can play football or not, but I know he can he can he's put together for sure. Yeah, I and think it he's is. looking at that star position. He might be the one who locks that down. Um, it, it's go time for yeah. a lot of these younger – I mean, younger. It's – it's you know, there's no – this red shirting doesn't matter anymore. This is about can you go right now if you're a freshman or a red shirt freshman. They're not trying to develop you for when you're a junior. That's not going to happen anymore. They want to develop you for the next game. Yeah, they're ready, ready right now. I mean, and, you know, I, I don't know how Kirby does it. I don't. I honestly. I mean, I, we can talk about this for some other time. I don't know how Kirby doesn't lose his voice all the time because he's constantly screaming on that microphone. It's like you know, it, it's that's a lot. Yeah. Another thing we notice: all the coaches are going at it. They're, yeah. they're very loud, energetic. I mean, lots like, of coaching. Like each Coley, between reps. Coley doesn't. I mean, Coley's nothing compared to. Everybody. I mean, everybody else is like that. They yeah. really, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Look, go to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. If you like this, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, Instagram, everywhere else, uh, go to dogpost.com. We'll see you on the next edition of Riding Home.